Spoiler. Spoiler. Armor. Armor. This is Spoiler Armor. Hello and welcome to Spoiler Armor. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And today we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. In t- so you can listen in tandem with our episode on Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because we did review it. Yeah. I do remember Did we that. review the one as well or no? Just the no, I did, the one was, one is nearly 10 years ago. Yeah, I know. It's a long time. So we weren't doing, we're only doing this six years. Or is it seven? Mm. No, but I thought maybe we would, we had watched it. Because I think for volume two, you would have had to watch the one. Did I, did yeah. I ask you to watch it? Maybe we talked about it together the one and the two i don't remember now well coming soon is our spoilerama archive yes of which i have four episodes cataloged for my own sake i've been listening to them back and noting down what's in them yeah so i just know i didn't see Gary. i just remember doing Gary's Galaxy, but there probably is yeah one um but the thing about it is i can't remember what i thought of the second one well first of all i'll just ask you what do, you love these anyway you i do like i do like the gardens of the galaxy series and what did you think of this one uh, I I did like it. I really, really did like it. You see, the thing is, they're easy to like because... They're, they're likable. Yes. But because I find them so removed from the Marvel Universe. Oh, well, everyone does. This is That's the main yeah. selling point of Exactly, yeah, yeah. Because it's just such a, a completely different... It's, it's like a Star Wars to me. Like, it's just like a... A type of Star Wars if you get me obviously because yeah. it's space and whatever and all that and spaceships and stuff so I really really do like it Um, I mean it broke my heart several times oh yeah yeah, oh, God, yeah. but I'll let you yeah. before I say anything but um, but yeah I think I, I like I don't even know how to like I love the cinematography I, I know a lot of it is CGI but the ideas of how certain places should look yeah are brilliant which is that's i've always said that cgi is fine if it's done with imagination exactly rather than lazily doing the same thing all the time and i really really enjoyed the scene on that uh planet that looks like flesh (laughs) the one that is like any time like when they pierce it uh, bubbles of fat come out a planet it's not a planet it's like a is it a ship was it the head the the head at at the start like where they were living or something like that no where they were living. No. Did we see the same film? We did. It's the one where they go into the, they're wearing these suits and they had to come out of the the Oh spaceship. the gloop and yeah, everything. Yes, yes. Sorry, yes. That those scenes were absolutely brilliant. And even like I love David Batista. Sometimes I think they they try too hard to make him seem a bit uh as in dumb. Yeah. But sometimes it's just brilliant where he goes, yeah, we're going to kill everybody. And he's like, no, we're not going to kill anyone. We're going to kill one guy <laughs> that's very stupid that no one likes. <laughs> it's just really brilliant. <laughs> Even when they're at the other planet, that's like the high evolutionary planet. And he has a ball. The kid throws a ball for him and he just throws it at the kid. The kid and goes flying. flying. And everyone attacks them. Yeah. They think they're being attacked. <laughs> These are invaders out to kill them. <laughs> It is really good. And even like scenes of like Quill trying to, uh, will, will we summarize it maybe for people who haven't seen it? Now, I imagine that if you're listening to us, you would have seen it already. It's been out a while now. Yeah, but not, not just that, but because like if I'm seeing anything to do with say Marvel, Harry Potter or whatever, I tend to not listen to anything beforehand because you don't want to risk spoilers. So I imagine yeah. you go to see what people thought of the film. 
yeah, to well, see I mean, if you agree or not. So I'm not going to give spoilers, obviously. No, I mean, you can give a quick summary, summary of the plot. Yeah. Without, like, I mean, I did that. I avoided any comment on yeah, it. Even reviews. Even, I didn't even want to see star reviews because I said, if I just see someone put up their two stars or one star, I say, oh, it's just, yeah, I'm going to be then in you're that frame in, of mind. Exactly, yeah. I want to be now, completely To be honest, I saw this guy from my childhood started following me on Instagram and um, he kind of likes putting up little reviews on his own Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. And now he doesn't put like an actual review. He just puts like the poster of the film and then like start the amount of stars. That he gives it. Rating, yeah. Basically. Now yeah. he's a massive, I think, Marvel fan. So he had liked it and he posted a bit of the trailer. And I was like, skip, skip, skip. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. Um, but I saw that he really liked the film. And um, one of the girls that uh, helps me coach... Hayley, uh, she had seen it as well and she loves the Marvel Universe and she said, oh my God, be prepared to cry. And I was like, oh, I don't actually want to hear that because then I'll be like just waiting for the moment exactly, that I'm going to cry. Yeah. But then I went in and I was like, no, just sit down, enjoy the film. I was the only one at the cinema. It was, oh, it was wow. like like one fifteen, and the audience still organ. And wow. um, I was like, right, sit down, enjoy because I've just me in here. Massive bag of popcorn. I was like me time so i watched it and enjoyed it so basically what we were going to do was summarize it before i started talking about myself um which we all love to hear about i know that's why we have so many listeners <laughs> you think it leaves these in don't you <laughs> so many listeners um <laughs> they just skip through everything else <laughs> they highlight the marina highlights yeah um there's so many then because it's just me talking about <laughs> there myself. are on the archive which is coming soon a special section marina bits yes not Marina's bits. <laughs> <laughs> that was not intentional. Um, anyway, so basically time. what's what's happening is um, the High Evolution... Oh, let me put, turn that off. The High Evolutionaries were the this guy and I'd say group of people who created Rocket, Bradley Cooper's character, which is the... It is a raccoon. raccoon. Oh, it is. It says it yeah. is. Well, he says he's not. Oh, yeah. But um, he's a higher power. <laughs> yeah. And um, so they created him and they were on this like thing of creating really um, smart creatures for this perfect planet, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the high evolutionary guy says, um, he's not trying to control the world, he's trying to perfect it. So that was what the whole point of him you know, doing that. But he was a mean person. Anyway, <laughs> so he created Rocket and he sent someone out, which is Will Poulter's character, to get Rocket back because Rocket was a very highly developed creature that should have been exterminated at the time. Yeah. And wasn't. He escaped. So they, he was after him, basically. So Will Poulter goes after him and gets it. Rocket gets injured and he's now risk at risk of death. And uh, so everyone is trying to save him, basically, and they have to go after whatever it is, the programming device that programmed Rocket to turn off a kill switch. Yeah, um, that's yeah. pretty much so it. So that's it's it, ba- it's yeah. basically two stories. It's yeah. The main story is Rocket trying to restore Rocket and then flashback to the other one you were talking about. The yeah, so Rocket, Rocket being created, basically, since yeah. he was a baby, which is the cutest thing. <laughs> and I, I kept, every time I saw them, I kept missing my dogs. Oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> They should have dog-friendly screenings for this yes. as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, well, no, the Frank would be barking at the screen the well, whole no, time. I mean, they had... Oh, God. They had in the lighthouse. They had, did have a dog-friendly screening yeah. for... I think for Secret Life of Pets yeah. as well. They certainly had it for the Isle of Dogs. So, 
Right. Maybe they'd have more for this or something. Yeah, see, but I can't bring Frank to these things. I'm, I'm sure all the other dogs are barking as well. Like, if there's, yeah. if there's one dog barking, every Everyone, other dog is yeah. going to bark. So it's not going to be... That would be very funny, actually. Be brilliant. I would go. Without a dog. I mean, you have to, no. You'd go with me and Frank. <laughs> I'd go to a rescue centre and say, I'd like a dog for a day. I'm sure they'd give it to you. Um, no, they wouldn't. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's basically it. You also see Gamora. She's now with the Ravagers. Ravagers, isn't it? I keep thinking mm-hmm. it was Ravengers, but it's Ravagers. And um, which is her basically her new family. Uh, if you remember from, I think it was from the Avengers film that she. Okay, well, they, you see, that, this is the problem with the whole Marvel thing. There was so many, because there were yeah. references. They were talking about things that happened on the films. And I said, oh, yeah, I sort of remember that. But you say, I've never, I basically yeah. would see a Marvel film and then forget about it. As soon as I've that's the thing. The, the Avengers one I thought was already done. Apparently not. There's another one coming out that's going to what? finish off. Yeah. I thought we were just rebooting the whole lot again and starting everything. No, there, there's a one that's going to finish off the whole multiverse Okay, fine. Thing, yeah, I can't remember what it's called, apparently. Um, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. So, I couldn't remember that she had forgotten her memory. Apparently, that's what it does with Avengers. Avengers always make people forget things. <laughs> so, they erase our <laughs> so memories. You're, you're yeah. equating yourself to, to Gamora, her. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so she um, forgot that she was madly in love with Peter Quill. Well, she didn't forget. Um, it was more a case of... It never happened for her. Yeah. This is the whole point. Oh, is... oh, yeah. What happened was Gamora was killed in the Avengers. And yes. then they got her from back in time. Yeah. From another before, time. So before, before it had Quill, happened. But before yeah. she never met Quill, Quill in the first place. Yeah. So the person that's out there now has never met him. Yeah. And um, you haven't asked me yet what I thought. Yes. What, what I know. I, I As you were talking now, I was thinking... Jeez, I went on a ramble. Um, so yes, I wasn't thinking that at all. Well, clearly you were if you I mentioned it. I was writing it. down in my notes for editing later. Go on. What well, did you think? I went in. I, as I said, I couldn't remember whether I liked the last one or not. I sort of suspected that I hadn't been mad about it, that I'd liked it, but not to the way I wanted to. Um, and so I went in this a bit wary, and particularly given it was two and a half hours, mm. I was going, "Oh God, I remember two and a half hours in a Sunday evening. Like I went to see it at Ashburn in Mead on my way home." And so I went in, wary of it, not sure whether I was going to like it too much or not, wanting to like it. I like determined to like it because I do like Chris Pratt mm. and I like the concept, everything in it. Do and I do. And I loved it. I absolutely, from start to finish, I think it's the best one of them that I can really? remember. Oh, I thought this. First of all, exactly as you said, like the whole backstory of Rocket and all the other animals. Mm. that were used for experiments was heartbreaking yeah and so beautifully done yeah it was so touching like the way they all bonded yeah and the fact like it always brings tears to my eyes to see something vulnerable with hope yeah this was the thing of them they were all hoping for something yeah. better and they were all being tortured effectively yeah and i mean a lot of reviews and all I was thinking at the time a lot of reviews the same thing we must stop animal exploitation yeah the animal um, testing and all that kind oh of yeah. stuff yeah which obviously I'm all totally opposed to them but I was going veganism for me again <laughs> I said oh I'm still keeping to that but it was just so and I'm sure that's going to have an effect yeah. there'll be bound to be rest of that because it is really emotional yeah and it's not well it's for kids but it's going to be very hard for kids like it's hard for me some yeah. of it and and also some of it was very violent yeah. in it, um, but justifiably so. 
Yeah. Like when they when Rocket attacks someone and you just see the damage he does, you say, yes, he's right to do that. Yeah. Um, But the whole way through, I just it flew by two and a half hours. I found every um trope that is there for Marvel films was done really well. All the cl- action scenes were entertaining. Yeah. yeah. As you said about the CGI, I had no problem with the CGI because yeah. it looked great. It all and it was interesting imagination. You even forgot you weren't thinking about the CGI. Yeah. You were just thinking of what it was meant to represent. Yeah. And then I would think after, well, of course they didn't do that really. Yeah. But it flew, flowed wonderfully, and characters were all of them were great fun. And the only one I would have an issue with is Karen Gillan as what's her name Nebula. Nebula. And in that. I think she's wasted in her because I know Karen Gillan from other things. And I mean, she's a very striking person. She was in Doctor Who and she's just so covered up in all this makeup. And so whereas Zoe Zeldana looks striking in herself in this, like you can recognize her yeah. as her. Whereas Karen Gillan could be anyone effectively because it all and she does. And she's very little to do in the film. Mm, I don't think so. I think she's a lot to do in the film. Well, well, she like she's a, one of the leaders of the Oh yeah, the no, group, she, she's like, one of the guys, I suppose. But I think it's just because I'm so used to her in other things. Mm. It's I've often thought when you see actors and actors, either of them, in very heavily disguised prosthetics, you just think, why do they bother? And I mean, yes, you said they're giving a performance yeah. despite well, all this. Well, if you think but, about it, why is Vin Diesel Groot? Oh yeah, but that's because just a voice. And it's the same for Bradley but Cooper the, doing but that. But the Groot only says, I am Groot. Oh, I know. The whole time. So it could be, they could have just used... Like a, a CGI robot voice, anyone could do a voice, and then they just change the voice to yeah. be that character. Well, I suppose the same thing with Bradley Cooper doing Rocket. Um, Rocket. I so I think it's just because I do like Aaron Gillen, and mm. I was I saw I remember her in Crescent, and I said, "Oh yeah, she looks like that." Yeah. Like I said, you don't. She's unrecognizable. Yeah. And yet she's physically present in yeah. the film. Um. But yeah, I just loved all of it. Yeah. Every like patch of it. Even. Like Mantis is one of my favorite characters as well. Yeah, I think she's, she's just she's sweet, but she's just so like. Uh, I actually thought she was having a relationship with um, what's his name, uh, Drax. Right. But it's not. It's yeah. Nebula and Drax are the couple, apparently. Really? Yeah. So yeah, that's what I learned. Um, I didn't think he was in a couple with anyone. I thought I would have tossed that Mantis. What's what, that? They were friends. Like I thought, were but, but from what besties, I remember from, like. from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, they were kind of like liking each other kind of thing. So I didn't never think of, thought it was like, oh, a couple, they're together. But mm. I always thought they're like, oh, they like each other kind of thing. But whatever. But she is very funny, isn't she? Like the one, they were in that um, molecule, giant molecule or whatever that was, flesh thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and she goes to the security guard, you love him. And the security guard, he was brilliant as well, the way he just changed and go, hey, how are you? And Drax has had to keep, good. <laughs> I'll be here later. And as they leave, he's like, every time. <laughs> I also, I was watching that even thinking afterwards, not at the time, because it's it just an, an enjoyable moment. Film, so that's going to piss him off in Florida. Why? No, this the whole react LGBT oh, anti. Yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. turn around and say, "Well, that's woke. We need to get that scene out or something oh, like yeah. that." Well, that's, no, but that's what I say. I'd say yeah. I get the impression that a lot of these Marvel and Disney stuff, yeah. they're deliberately putting these things in to yeah. piss off and the anti woke crowd. Yeah, but especially 
films like this, it's good because it doesn't seem forced. Because oh, yeah. everyone I didn't is even so notice. different. Exactly. I just know, but I just yeah. accepted, I wasn't even thinking about yeah. it, that it was gay. Yeah. That there was a gay moment, if you yeah. like. You know? But um, it was just it's just a normal part yeah. of life. It could just as easily have been a woman. Yeah. And it would have worked just as well. But, but even like the other guy that was, uh, there's just little funny moments in the film. Like when the guy in the big suit, like the fat suit or whatever, was talking yeah. to the other dude and he said, uh, uh, oh, well, I was lying about that. And the guy was like, oh, I knew you were. No, you didn't. And he was like, no, I thought you said something else. And then he keeps <laughs> saying, he just gets pissed off by that guy. And then when they meet in that, in that room, he's like, yeah, I have a stupid one as well. <laughs> he's like, I swear, I didn't know. I thought you, were, you said something else. Yeah, they hark like, back to yeah. that thing. <laughs> That's, and it's that was... so well because it's so human as well those, oh, yeah. those interactions even though these people don't look human or conscious of it if you guys hear barking that's frank barking at the fucking neighbors um <laughs> i didn't think he'd be looking out the window of course a car had to park right in front see should, i should i should have parked there yep. and blocked them off yeah um anyway so yeah it's nice to see because it is still human it feels very much human and plausible within that world Nothing seems like a forced relationship. It was even I seen Stallone in the oh, film, yeah. like uh, like little bits of like humanness in it, and even the dog, the little retriever dog, who has a woman a woman voice. Oh yes, and well, then, well, yeah. that, 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 that was sad. That was sad as well because she was clearly inspired by. Leica, the first dog into space, because she's a Russian dog. Yeah. She's, she, and she even says it. She yeah. talks about it. And the first like dog was sent into space with no chance of bringing her back. Yeah. Now, she died before she even went into space. This has oh, been since found out. She had a heart attack or yeah. something because of the terror of what they were putting her through. But this was like the whole space race thing. Yeah. And she's, so Leica was a famous dog on that basis. She was the first living creature that went into space. Yeah. And so this is what she is. Well, but she was very funny too. Yeah. And the argument she was having with, um, Sean Gunn. Yeah. yeah, that was like when he said you're a bad dog. She goes, oh, take that back. <laughs> I thought that was so and, cool. And, that's, and then everyone else, everyone else is really annoyed with him after because yeah. it's going on for ages. Yeah. Will you just tell her she's a good dog? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, as I said, none of it is forced. It's all very yeah. natural humor coming from it it's a it's a because it's written by james gunn he's this yeah. is the third one he's he knows his world so he knows exactly what to write yeah and and i love i really want to see the other two again now and they're on disney oh yeah yeah, yeah see, it's because it's, it's marvel Mar yeah. uh, marvel's well marvel disney, it's all star wars all the, it's yeah. all the one like yeah. um but yeah. yeah and i even thought like um will poulter's character was good the way that he kind of has that internal battle with himself of like being good and being bad Oh yeah, and it, overridden by the fact that he's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> being dumb being the main one. Yeah, um, but yeah, exactly. Like her mother said, show him what that we mean business, and he practically sets the guy on fire. And she's <laughs> like, no, now he's useless to us. And then he just takes the little dog or creature or pet for himself, <laughs> and he's trying to teach him, no, sit and whatever. And the, the creature just looking at him like. I'm not a dog, sort of. <laughs> no, absolutely. Oh. Like every little detail seemed like it was thought through. It wasn't just yeah. thrown in there for the sake of like jokes or like everything was just absolutely perfect. Even down to the fact that I was I was looking at Groot at one point when he was decapitated and he was just like little branches then underneath. I forgot that he grows back. 
<laughs> and but it's just brilliant that that's like the little the fundamental uh, yeah. definition of what he is. Yeah, yeah. but no, but but that's it because it's been so long since the other yeah, movies, and they don't really focus on him. And the fact that he's just running around like a little tarantula with his little head, I was like, oh yeah, it takes a while for him to grow back out. So it's like the little roots coming out from beneath him. Like these, all these little details, I just think are so mm. brilliant. Down to like that planet I was to keep talking about, like the fact that it's meant to look like flesh and and whatever, and the fact that any time that they take a piece of it off, little bits of fat come out. Yeah, it's, it's oh, just yeah. And it's brilliant. A, and it's just like, this hole in space or whatever. Yeah, like this, and it's all dripping and yeah, so it's, it's really yeah. really good. Um, yeah, like yeah, everything is just is just perfect in the movie. So and even down to the soundtrack i was about to just yeah. bring that up and what i love about it is i've just checked afterwards like jed's going to the same age as me but he's a year older so naturally the music he's going to pick is matching mine yeah. when he's picking and he does start he does different decades and um, but at one point they had this is the day by dede you wouldn't know that this is the day your life will sorely change this is the yeah, day when know, things yeah. fall into place and but as soon as it comes like the, the way it starts off is an accordion Dude, and as soon as it came up, they just press play, and I went, "Oh my god!" Like, because yeah. I absolutely love that yeah. song, but it's obscure enough, so you'd have to be. But all um, of them are those kind of because I actually I I got the playlist and on Spotify as well, um because now the playlist I have is mixed of all the films, mm. but for this film there was a few that the only song I think I recognized was heart the heart song, um a song from heart the band heart yeah um. And other than that, I was like, that song is so cool. That song is so cool. That yeah. song is so, like, because it is still the time. And I recognize that as being from a certain decade, like, decade. And then being like, I need to get the playlist. I was itching <laughs> to leave the film to get the playlist. And I was like, it's just so good. Because it's not like, for example, Suicide Squad, where they just threw music in yeah. there that they thought would look cool. This is like proper music at the right times, the right kind of song. And really, like cool you can tell it's it's the same he, genre he, he, kind he of thing basically when he was writing the script these songs were in his head he yeah said, oh yeah and because they do fit yeah where it's going on and these are songs he loves yeah they're not just songs oh these are hits of the 70s yeah. and 80s and they're so like i mean no sleep till brooklyn remember that the beastie boys one where they're where they're marching was... in slow motion at the oh, end yeah, yeah, no yeah, yeah. sleep till brooklyn and it just fits. And it's like, this is a 90s rap song, white rapper's song. And it's a classic, like it is a great, everyone knows it from that era. But it's just so fits so yeah. well. It's a real, yeah, go get them guys sort yeah. of thing. So I loved the soundtrack in it. Yeah. yeah. So I wrap it up there, shall I? Well, are we giving our scores? Yes, I'm, that's what I'm coming to. We wrap oh. it up with our scores. Sorry. Oh, so I'm going to give it, I'm actually going to give it five stars. Yeah, five I'm gonna give it a, a ten out of ten. Yeah, because really don't have because I liked the fact as well that it didn't concentrate just on Peter, on Quill. Right. The first film did, I think, kind of concentrate. The other ones were more of like secondary characters. They yeah. still had their own kind of little quirks and stuff and moments, but I think the first film, from what I remember from Guardians of the Galaxy, it was more Peter, especially Peter, Peter and Gamora kind of storyline. Right. The second one then obviously Peter developed. And his yeah, yeah, developed a bit more about that, and then. Now this one is it was about everyone. Well, I know it was about Rocket, but it yeah. was also there were so many moments where Quill just wasn't even there. Like it was about these little moments with everyone. Like even with mm. Gamora alone on the ship. And you know, Mantis and Drax, so many scenes of just them walking around or doing stuff. Like oh, I yeah. like that it wasn't just Peter, Peter, Peter. So 
yes, 10 out of 10 for me. Yes, I would say, as I said, five stars. And it's just interesting there. I would like to, I'm dying to go back now and listen to the original mm. one because at that time you were a Chris Pat fan. Chris yeah, Pat fan. oh, I was a... You were following uh, him on Instagram and everything and so on and sending me links to what he had just done. And more. And Do now, you remember? What? With Taryn. He was one of the oh, ones. Oh, was he an option as well? Yes, <laughs> an option, yeah. Sorry, people don't really understand what we're talking about. And it's, it's better that cards. way. Yeah, it's, it's better that, that way. she was buying for but herself. Yeah. <laughs> Which probably sounds sadder <laughs> than the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but all that's changed now. Do you not like him anymore? Ah, uh, he's kind of a Trump supporter. He's he? not. This is the thing. Well, I don't know if he is, but he's never said he is. This is the thing. It's assumed he is because... All the cast went to a Biden celebration when Biden got elected and he didn't go. And also he's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. daughter so yeah. he would be a Republican. That's a Republican. And he's a member of a very Christian church. Like yeah. a very Not reactionary necessarily. But he has said, made statements to say, no, he's not reactionary. He doesn't have any. He has, he's a Christian. He believes in his faith and so on. But people are jumping on him. And also, on every little thing he says, at one point he posted a picture of his wife and, and himself and said how much he loves her and how wonderful she has been to him and how great that he, that he and she have a healthy child. And everyone jumped on the fact that his child with his Anna, previous wife yeah. was not it's intellectual disability of some yeah. sort but that's I mean I have a child with that situation I would still post the same thing as well and say and he, like his ex-wife came out and condemned the condemnation of him and said he's a great father to the other yeah. child as well like this is not what he meant yeah so it's just people who don't know him jumping on anything they can to get that to get him yeah. thing. I and guess yeah but I did have a reason beforehand now I don't know maybe I'll go back to that then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to buying birthday cards no, I with mean, him on it. Yes. I mean, no, he's a lovely fellow from the time that I remember being obsessed with him. Um, <laughs> well, I will say the thing about the other thing about this film is that the entire cast supported the director because the director was recently fired. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that was a few years ago. He wasn't going to make the third. I mean, he created this and um, because of tweets he had posted in his 20s or something or no it wasn't even that long ago 10 years ago or something like that now he utterly apologized for and said he was and i said they were completely wrong this is the thing i say if people say they're sorry and they're what they did was wrong yeah. they should be forgiven for that yeah um, and he said he was completely wrong with what he had done i think it was something sexist or something like yeah. that or something misogynist but it was just jokes i think i don't think yeah. he even meant it but disney were reacting and said they were firing him and all the cast refused to work without him yeah. which is huge considering it's a franchise yeah and so Chris Pratt was one of them yeah so well, that's, uh, to like be fair it is that. ridiculous that they keep bringing up people's old tweets about things like we all there's no exception everyone has said something racist or homophobic or mm. sexist in the past now things have changed thank god but still no one like I hate this like holier than thou attitude of like Oh, he should. She said this about fifteen years ago, yeah. uh, calling someone an N word or or this, whatever. Obviously, it's wrong. Yeah, but he doesn't still do it. Like, yeah, and he's apologized. You and, yeah, exactly. You grow. This and is now they show that they have they support organizations or the cause or whatever. Exactly. Like, let's move on. You can't keep bashing people for well, mistakes people, that they. But the people who are doing this to James Gunn were the far right. 
they were the ones who dug yeah. up these tweets because uh-huh. he had been critical yeah. of Trump and things like that and of the rise of the far right. So they jumped up and said, yeah, but look at these horrible things he said in the past. Mm. And and he immediately apologized. So, I mean, if people move on yeah. and people aren't perfect their entire lives, you can't yeah. expect that. So I say bully for him and for them. Yeah. And we all love Chris Pratt. I love is a bit of a strong word. He's likable. Well, you've been buying those Christmas cards. So that was a birthday card. So I can't remember. <laughs> okay. All year round, Connor. <laughs> oh occasion God, cards. Yeah. <laughs> People are not going to have any idea what we're talking no. about, but they can guess. So <laughs> we leave it there. And thank you for listening. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. Anna. Anna. Marina's lovely. People are shite.